Abundance of love, abundance of grace, down to that cross, you took my place, oh God, you take my ransom, my ransom, Abundant Life Christian Fellowship Church. Loving God, loving people. Now, here's Pastor Scott. The Bible says laughter does the heart good like a medicine. We are going to go to the Word of God, and the Bible tells us that when we gather together in His name, that we should pay attention to the reading and the teaching of His Word. In Titus chapter 2, verse 1, The Bible says, as for you, Titus, promote the kind of living that reflects wholesome teaching. Teach the older men to exercise self-control, to be worthy of respect, and to live wisely. They must have sound faith and be filled with love and patience. Similarly, teach the older women to live in a way that honors God. They must not slander others or be heavy drinkers. Instead, they should teach others what is good. These older women must train the younger women to love their husbands and their children, to live wisely and be pure, to work in their homes and to do good and to be submissive to their husbands, then they will not bring shame on the Word of God. I want to preach to you from the title of today's holiday, Happy Mother's Day. Pray with me. God, thank you for your Word, God. I thank you for each person that's here, God. Every man, every woman, every child who is here, we gather together in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we exalt you today. Sir, we we welcome you into this place. We thank you for being here with us, and I ask you, God, to anoint me to say the things that would honor you. Strengthen every person under the sound of my voice is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Today is not going to be the typical Mother's Day sermon. Uh, Some some of y'all think y'all got the whole structure of uh, of the message laid out, and you're going to be right at some of y'all, and you're going to be wrong some of y'all. But I do want to talk a little bit before I get back into the text about something we all have in common because we all come from different backgrounds, different parts of the world, different ethnic groups, different denominational groups. Uh, we, We all come in different shapes and sizes. But one thing we all have in common is we all were born into this life through a woman. And women are important. Wow. I ought to just take the offering and close right there. If, if, if I can't get more than two, two people to, say, to agree with me that women are important, uh, then wow. Okay. Uh, two people said, went, I said women are important. Two people said amen. I got all day. Um, I, 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 I took my mom. Uh, me, Dina, uh, Dean Scott took my mom out, out yesterday. We got nowhere to be today. So I, I said women are important. Two people said amen. Uh, let, let, let me just, maybe y'all don't agree with that. Let me, let me flip it backwards. Women are not important. Amen. See, we're equal opportunity. Um, when you are so very important, and I'm, I'm glad you're here. We all came into life the same way. That's why if you're around my age, I'll be 60 this summer, and I don't know why it was so funny to me. I mean, how, how many of y'all uh, know what uh, playing the dozens is? Okay. How many of y'all are good at it? That's me and Cheryl. <laughs> all right. Uh, one of the funniest jokes I ever heard, and it's not funny at all, but it, it just kills me still to this day. 
um, when someone says, where'd you come from? Or where are you from? Anybody know the two-word answer that just cracks the preacher up? <laughs> My mama. <laughs> where'd you come from? But we all came into this earth born, uh, whether you're from the north, south, east, or west, uh, whatever you consider uh, yourself to be, you are your mother's child. And I'm, I'm blessed again one, once more. I hope it'll be many more times. But here's the reality. Uh, my mom says it, and it's so wise uh, to, to give people you care about uh, their flowers while they're living. That doesn't necessarily mean to give them flowers, but love them, celebrate them, honor them. All that standing up over dead people in a room, uh, talking great about them when you didn't say it to their face, that's, that's hollow words to me. And I've, I've, I've counseled so many people in, uh, in grief sessions that lost someone close to them, and their story was, our last words were said in anger. Please don't let that be you. Um, I'm blessed. Once again, my mom is in church. Uh, everybody say, hey, Mimi. God bless my mother for being in church. Come on, put your hands together for uh, mothers who support their children in ministry. Amen? She's like, I'm just here for the Lord. Shut up and get to the preaching. <laughs> but uh, one, one of the things I have learned in life, and, and I've never made an attempt. Some, some of y'all are going to say, well, that shows. I've never made an attempt as a man to try to understand a woman. And I want to encourage every man in the room, stop reading stupid books and get in the Bible. Stop reading books, men are from Mars and women are from Z. Listen, no man can write a book and tell you how a woman ticks. And no woman can write a book and tell you how a man ticks. You be the man, let her be the woman. God will tick it all himself. God, that's better preaching than y'all are staring at me. But... Um, in, in honor of my mother, well, we're just here to honor the Lord. No, the Bible says to give honor to whom honor is due. We need to learn how to celebrate God and people. Because the Bible says when your ways please the Lord, God will give you favor with God and with people. But I saw this video, and some of y'all have seen it a dozen, some of y'all have seen it 15, 20 times. Um, but I saw this 15, 20 years ago, and I thought, this woman's been talking to my mom. This woman... This, this, they're, they're taking punches at me. There, there are about 15 things this woman is about to say in this video that, that were, were written directly for me and, and people like me, but I think it's hilarious. And uh, this little, it's just a couple minutes long, but I want you to listen to what this woman says a mom is. And if you had a mom like this, I want you to thank God for giving you such a great mother. And if you are a mother like this, I want you to thank God for giving you the wisdom to, to be that. And if, and if you don't have that going on for you, there's still time and there's still hope. Listen to what I believe is one of the greatest expanded full-length definitions of what a mom is. Play that for me. What I have done is I have uh, figured out what a mom would say in a 24-hour period. And I have condensed it to two minutes and 55 seconds. So strap on your seatbelts for Big
If you believe in moms, put your hands together. Give God honor. I, w- I, I want to say this as a um, self-professed, old-school, traditional values, alpha male, uh, gender-specific role model, believing in dude. No man can do the work of a woman, much less a mother. Mothers are incredible, and I thank God for mine. What, what, what I want us to understand this morning, if, if you don't get anything out of this, I said it, you didn't respond, don't respond this time, don't need your pity, pity amens. Moms are important, and we wouldn't be here without them. And I want you to remember that every day of your life. Uh, we, we, we live in a time where disrespect runs rampant. We live in a time where children talk back to their parents or even curse at their parents. That's not God's way. That, 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 that is not God's way. Listen, you, you may be here and think that, well, I'm, I'm grown. You never outgrow your mother and your father. I've said it for years. I'll say it, and we'll jump into the text. Some parents have confused their children with what they thought was proper speech in the home, and they meant well, but they missed it slightly, telling kids stuff like, as long as you live in my house, you'll respect me and do what I say. Uh, And I get that premise, but the reality is, it's not until you turn 18, it's not until you turn 21, it's not until you move out and be your own person and make your own money. All the days of your life, God has commanded us to respect and to honor our parents. Can three people say amen? Amen. Uh, In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 through 3, tells us uh, about honoring parents and and tells us that uh, it's not just one of the Ten Commandments. It's the the first one with a promise attached to it. In Ephesians 6, 1, the Bible says, Children, obey your parents. Because you belong to the Lord, for this is the right thing to do. Now, I understand that there's uh, half of the people in this country uh, voted voted for a platform to take prayer out of schools, voted for a platform to take Bible off the courthouse walls, to take the Ten Commandments off the courthouse walls, uh, to to drag uh, people away from uh, Judeo-Christian ethics and values. But this, uh, this ought to be plastered everywhere this ought to be put on doors as as you walk in to burger king children obey your parents uh for this the right thing to do uh just that little bit of teaching could change the world but verse two says honor your father and mother this is the first commandment with a promise and here's the promise in verse three if you honor your father and mother things will go well for you and you will have a long life on the earth so it's not just about having long life it's about having a good long life and i believe many of the world's problems and more specifically our problems as americans is when you have a society that does not honor their mother and father it does not go well with them made a condition he said if you do this then it will go well for you what if you don't do this and i remember telling dean i don't remember i don't know if she remembers Uh, all the times that I said it, but as we were growing up in the church, as we were getting older, I I told her so many times, it must be tough to be really, really old. Not from a physical capacity, obviously there's that, but from a 
looking at society capacity. And I used to remember when I first started preaching, I was, I was 19 years old, took my first full-time staff job at Riverview Baptist Church on Lim Turner off the corner of Sutel. And I, I, I started realizing, man, the people in this room that are older than me, they've seen a lot more than me. Then I thought, the senior, think of what mom has seen. Think of what our grandparents have seen and what the world looks like today. That can't be easy. I mean, if, if you dug up great-great-great-grandmama and you just plopped her in the middle of any city in America, she would freak out. She would, she would be like, how in the world? Is this America? What, what is going on here? Um, you know, it used to be this. How, how many of y'all remember? Uh, don't email me about it. Uh, every, every time I say something somebody doesn't like, they want to email me about it. Uh, I have 29,000 unopened emails in my email box. Don't be, number, don't be no, the next one. But I'm not advocating Rick James, okay? I'm not listening to Rick James' music. But how many of y'all remember Rick James said the freaks come out when? See, that was when we were growing up. They're just out all the time now. They, 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 you could remake that song and make millions of dollars. The, the, the freaks don't wait till nighttime to come out I- anymore. We, we're in a world that is overrun, and I believe a big part of it is when children stop listening to their mothers and their grandmothers, society collapsed. And these kids today that, that, that pay no... And you can tell, because listen, if your kids don't honor other adults, they don't honor you. And believe it or not, there was a time in America where children towed the line, not just when mom and dad were looking, when anybody older than them was looking. Because if you think mom wasn't okay, Miss Jones, to knock you around in the 70s, she sure would. Some of y'all grew up in good homes where you got spanked by the dean of boys. Anybody remember that whooping? Uh, three, three swats or three days? I'd be like, man, I'd take 100 swats if you don't tell my mama. Because back in the day, you get swats at school, then you come home and you get swats from mama. Anybody remember that? Uh, and don't even go get in a fight. You better win the fight at school because you're not going to beat mama up when she finds out you've been fighting and she's paying for you to go to school. The public school, she bought the clothes, hush. And it's just the respect has gone wayside. But I, want, I hope that you will choose Christianity and choose to respect your mother, respect all women, respect authority. Let's jump right into our text in Titus 2.1. As for you, Titus, promote the kind of living that reflects wholesome teaching. Now, Titus is a spiritual son of the Apostle Paul. God inspired the Apostle Paul to write this letter to a man named Titus. He wrote two other letters specifically to a man. Most of, most of the writings in the Bible that God inspired Paul to write were to specific churches. And these three letters are known as the pastoral epistles because Paul was Timothy's uh, pastor and he was Titus' pastor and he was training them how to pastor. And he, tell, he tells them, um, as for you, in verse 1, Titus, promote the kind of living that reflects wholesome teaching. So God's telling the preacher how to live. Then he says in verse 2 what to teach. He says, teach the older men to exercise self-control, to be worthy of respect, to live wisely. They must have sound faith and be filled with love 
and patience. That's getting on men. Now we're going to move into the top ten things that women must do. Somebody say top ten. And I'm going to tell you again. And you say, why do you have to tell me again, Pastor? Because people are crazy. Lost all good sense and, and, and just refused to admit the truth. We've got, uh, and it's not one or two. It's large-scale politicians and um, our most recent Supreme Court judge have been asked, and I had it already. I put, a, I put a collage together of all these very important people from our president on down, and, and, and don't think I'm president bashing. I, I, I stood up boldly in support of President Barack Obama. I, 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 you know, I, I prayed for President Trump while he was the president. Uh, I prayed for President Biden while he's the president. I, I believe that as Christians, whether our guy wins or not, we, 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 we should be in there. But I had this montage, this collage of people being asked this question from the president, the vice president down. What is a woman? And the, the, they all gave the same answer. I can't answer that question. Because being, being a woman is, is, is complicated and complex. And it involves, uh, li listen, it ain't that complicated. When, when, as soon as they drag you out of your mama's body, somebody tells the whole world what it is. There's no interview process. There, 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 there's, there's no college professor or high school teacher to come and tell them what they are. They put it right on the birth certificate. Well, they, they need to stop. We might live in a world where they, where they stop that. I mean, you got parents refusing to call their son a son, refusing to call their daughter a daughter, not, not having baby showers. Anybody know what they have now? Baby showers. Because we're not going to tell the child what gender to pick. Well, you're a special kind of stupid, too. You don't get to pick. Well, that's what they assigned at birth. Yeah, because that's what you is. Let me keep moving, people. People going to get mad. Listen, if the truth bothers you, let me, let me just get as wild as I can right now. Water's wet. Well, that offends me. What if I believe water is dry? Well, then you're a fool. <laughs> Easy. Well, I'm angry. Well, then you're an angry fool. Let, let, let me help you out. Fire is hot. If you got male parts on your body, you are a man. Well, I don't feel like, well, then you're just a soft man. <laughs> men can be feminine, but they're still men. Everybody in this room knows men that got a tank full of sugar. You, 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 you might not even be a soft man. You might be a gay man. Okay, fine, but you're still a man. You put a dress and some makeup and some wig on. They're talking about now, instead of having uh, eyeliner, men putting on man liner. What? I started to say I wish one of my children, but I don't. It's not that difficult. But I'll tell you, Merriam-Webster said it's, a, it's, it's an adult female person. And our, our country is so confused right now. More states are doing it. I, I, I just I, I pulled off the Internet, the state that did it first. The Oregon, get this, this is where we're at as a country. The Oregon Menstrual Dignity Act. 
And this is designed to give dignity to all humans who menstruate. Let me assure you of this. Men do not menstruate. The entire state of Oregon has changed all their verbiage. They're not even called feminine hygiene products anymore because that disenfranchises, offends, and disrespects uh, boys who uh, menstruate. Well, then you've offended no one. But as part of the Oregon Menstrual Dignity Act, and I'm not making this up, they have been required in the entire state to put hygiene products, menstruation hygiene products, in all junior high school boys' bathrooms and all senior high school boys' bathrooms in the entire state so that uh, 13-year-old boys who are on their cycle can have dignity and be provided uh, uh, menstrual hygiene products. Let me, let me just go ahead and prophesy to you what that means. That's a lot of maxi pads being glued on mirrors and lockers all across schools in America because that's all boys know how to do with a maxi pad. You're going to provide out for our tax dollars a bunch of boys' prank materials? Because if you think them boys are just going to look at a whole stack in a rack uh, and, and they're just going to be like, well, I'll leave that for Joe in case he's menstruating this week. Catch you back up to truth. Be mad if you want to. Water's wet, fire's hot, the, 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 the sun is big. I mean, Jesus is Lord, and, and, and God created male and female. And Oregon's Menstrual Dignity Act is ridiculous. Giving Woman of the Year awards to transgender. They shouldn't even be able to be called transgender woman. It, 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 it is what, it, listen, just because you put on a dress and pretend you want to be a woman, that don't make you a woman. I, I could put on a dinosaur costume and say, call me T-Rex. That don't make me T-Rex. <laughs> what if I want to identify? One, one, one YouTuber got, got on and had a bunch of panel on there and people were mad and, and booing and had a bunch of, you know, people with different opinions across from him and none of them would answer what is a woman. And they finally said, well, a woman's anything, someone who wants to identify a woman as being, that's what a woman is. He says, so can I identify? Yes, we certainly, this old white dude, he said, we, we support your right to be a woman. And we'll call you by whatever you want to be called by. He said, well, more specifically, um, I've always felt like I was a black lesbian woman. Can I, and they looked at him like, well, that would be silly. He said, so it's silly for me to identify as black, but for me sitting here in, in, in this suit, look, uh, surely a man, you think it's silly for me to, to say I identify as a woman? If we're just going to make stuff up, he said, Here's, he said, I identify as a black lesbian pronoun, and, as a black lesbian woman, and my pronouns are awesome, great, and mighty, and I expect you to call me that every time you see me. You see how crazy things are getting? Uh, this is the America that we live in, uh, with or without the Oregon Menstrual Dignity Act. As a society, we need to work together to protect men from pretending to be women. 
Well, that's not very open-minded. I'm not open-minded about who women are. I'm not open-minded about who men are. I'm not open-minded about what my name is. If I tell you my name is Scott and you say, well, that name offends me, I think you look more like a Steve. I don't care what you think. My mama's in the room. She can tell you my name is Scott. It's on my birth certificate. Well, that's just offensive. I, I, don't, I, don't, really, I, don't, I don't feel good about that name, and I think you should call yourself Steve. Too. I, your, your feelings don't change the, the, the name, my name, and your feelings don't change the truth. And if normal people don't start standing up, listen, I told the staff this morning, the reason why this movement has gained traction is because of all the allies that have joined in. Listen, if your child go, goes gay, of course keep loving that child. That child has dignity. That child has worth. That child is incredible. If, if your child goes transgender, of course love that child. I, I'm not talking about disrespecting anybody. I'm not talking about not loving somebody, not respecting somebody. I'm talking about uh, instead of having all these allies and activists coming alongside people who are opposed to God's word, we need to have straight heterosexual Christians coming along saying, we will protect women's safe spaces. And if you didn't hear me the 12 other times I said it, I'm going to say it again. Men do not belong in bathrooms with little girls, and nobody ought to want a man in a woman's bathroom. And if we don't start protecting women's safe spaces, including women's sports, there will be no women's sports. Serena Williams is the greatest female athlete to ever live. She is the most dominant tennis player uh, of either sex to ever live. She is the, the greatest women's tennis player by far to ever live. This is accepted across the sports world. When they asked Serena Williams how she'd do against men, she said, don't even talk to me. I love playing women. I don't want to play men. They're too big. They're too strong. They're too fast. Her and her sister finally got bullied into it, and they said, well, we'll do an exhibition. And so Serena and Venus, you Google this. I'm not making this up. They, they put a challenge out there. They said, America wants to see how the Williams sisters would do against a man. But because we're not stupid, we're not going to challenge a top 10 man, a top 50 man, a top 100 man, a top 150 man, a top 200. They said any man outside the top 200 will play. They got this dude, I think he was ranked around 250, somewhere in there. He showed up carrying his tennis bag in one hand and a beer in the other. Drank, drank his beer right up until the time he went out on the court. Played little sister Serena first. Uh, beat her 6 nothing. Played big six, sister Venus next. Uh, Venus stood up for all women and, and, and won uh, one game and lost to the, him 6-1. Everybody was irate, except who? The Williams sisters. Serena said, I don't ever want to play a man for real. And, and listen, we need to start protecting women's safe spaces. Uh, Chiron is usually almost always sitting right there. Her, her daughter is a fantastic athlete, went to Junior Olympics. She's, she's a track star. I don't want to see her running against some six-foot-five wide receiver that plays on the boys' basketball team and then runs for women's track. Y'all see how quiet y'all are right now? I ain't doing nothing but trying to help women. I'm doing nothing but promoting women. I'm doing nothing but offering safe spaces for women. And everybody's like, oh, people have already gotten up and walked out. Listen, I'm going to tell you again, water's wet. 
Fire's hot. Jesus is Lord. And all the rest of this stuff is just out of control. So push past that. Pray for women. Uh, be, be, be what God created you to be. But we're here today as a church, and here's, here's where church is messed up. Church is bought in. You, you wonder who bought into DEI first? Before corporate America were forced to hire diversity, equity, and inclusion counselors at every Fortune 500 job, the church bought into it first. The church, the, 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 see, the church used to keep it on the down low when the organ player, uh, when, the, when the worship leader was... Uh, anybody, I almost called it out loud, what, what, what they've been called through every generation up until this, uh, a, a, a prancy man in the street. Anybody know what that's called? It starts with S and rhymes with Issy. Uh, they tried to keep that buried, but then they decided, you know what, they know hiding this. And here's the reality. Some of y'all don't want to admit it. Some of the, some of the most no, noted, some of the most successful Male worship leaders in America are gay. They still have value. They still have worth. Listen, well, I can, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't tell people what's right and wrong. Let, let me say this. It's wrong to drive 135 miles an hour in a school zone. Can we agree on that? Well, how dare you tell me what's wrong? What if I, I, I prefer? Listen, I'm not saying I don't still love you. I'm not saying you, you, you listen, you, you're still loved. You still have value. You still have worth. You're not canceled. You still have dignity. You still deserve respect. But if you drive 135 miles an hour in a school zone, that's just wrong. And, and if, if, if you're into a, a non-Christian lifestyle, then that is wrong as well. But let's jump in and, and, and focus on Mother's Day because some of y'all, listen, here, here's the deal. I've been doing this for 40 years, staring at me, snarling at me, um, being angry towards me. That ain't going to get me out of here any sooner. It, I, I don't enjoy preaching messages that make people mad at me, but I, I don't have to answer to you about what I preach. I got to answer. God said he'll hold me accountable for what I taught out of this book, and as long as I have breath... I'm going to pre- uh, preach that Adam and Eve said one woman, one man for life. God created Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. And anything that varies from God's plan is perversion. Mm, now, let's get into Mother's Day. Somebody say, Happy Mother's Day. Uh, y'all just growling at me. In verse 3 in Titus chapter 2, the Bible says, Now, remember, this is a letter to a pastor on what he should be teaching. Verse 3 says, similarly, teach the older women to live in a way that honors God. Now, that, you know, anytime there's a woman, woman in the room and age is brought up, she's screaming in her mind, who are you calling old? <laughs> it's been said, don't ask a woman how old she is. Why not? Well, because that's just rude. How? how that, that, that's not rude, man. We want to celebrate. Man, if you hit 50, we want to celebrate that. If you hit 60, we want to. If you hit 70, we want to celebrate that. Hiding your age. And I'm going to give it to you. I ain't gave it to y'all in about four years. But some, some, so some of y'all don't know what I'm going to say. If you're a woman and you are determined to be a God-hating liar and you want to lie about your age, stop lying down. Lie up. If you're going to lie about your age, listen, 
If you're 60 and you're telling people that you're 48, you're not impressing no man with that speech. Because he's walking away from there thinking, whew, man, she sure looked rough for 48. I thought she was kind of hot. I thought she was fire for 60, but if that's 48, mm. Now, if you're 48 and you say you're 55, now this is lying up. Dude's going to leave there thinking, man, I thought she was fire. But now she, she looks like that. At that age, she is a volcano. Helping nobody lying down. Teach the older women. How old do you have to be to be older? Just older. Every every female in this room, well, Pastor, you should use. Listen, I am not changing the English language to call you a pink dinosaur. You're male, you're a female. That's the bottom line. You can't run from it. You could dig up every dead body in the graveyard right now. If all they had was bones in there, the scientists could tell you whether that was a man or a woman. Well, how dare they misgender? They dare. How are you calling old? You're older than somebody. If you're older than somebody, you're older. And you should live in a way that honors God. They must not slander others, be heavy drinkers. Instead, they should teach others what is good. I want you to learn how to fall in love with the truth in the Bible, and I want you to learn how to grab hold of bullet points. I love when it's just boom, boom, boom. That's why I say pay attention to the punctuation. It'll help you understand what's going on. So the pastor's commanded to teach older women to live in a way that honors God, and then we get this top ten list of what they should do. Right out of the Scripture, the first thing it says is teach the women to do what? Live in a way that honors God. What if every woman in America started living in a way that honors God? A lot of their husbands would end up being saved. A lot of their children would end up being saved. Live in a way that honors God. Now, here's the problem with bad voices in ministry. There are a lot of bad voices in the earth telling people this, that, and the other thing is okay. We've got a Unitarian church in Jacksonville, but that's not that big of a shocker. We got a satanic church on Edgewood Drive, but that that's not that big of a shocker. We got a Muslim mosque in Argyle, which is Redneck City. Um, it is there, there's just stuff out there everywhere. I'm not saying that every person on the planet has to honor God. I'm saying every Christian on the planet should honor God, and the Bible commands older women to teach younger women. And I I know this verse gave my wife who passed away at 36 years old uh, comfort because for years after we got married, she couldn't get pregnant. Uh, We had me tested. I was okay. We had her tested. She seemed okay. But on further tests, they revealed that her, every woman has a window of when she can get pregnant. And, And for most women, it's 72 hours in a month. For her, they said it might be seconds. It's, it's almost impossible. There's, there, there, so we tried artificial insemination and virtual, feed, in, in virtual uh, fertilization, and none of it worked. 
and we, we, we were teaching a couple's ministry at a large church, and every week someone came in and were pregnant. She'd just be like, you know, uh, smiling, hugging their neck. Is it a boy or a girl? You know, congrats. And then she'd go home and cry uh, because it, it looked like uh, that it was never going to. Because years and years and years went by, and we never had a child. And people say God has a sense of humor. I'm not sure, but I know this. I'm 38 years older than my youngest child, and I'm 40 are 38 years older than my oldest child and 40 years older than my youngest child. Um, and whew, too old for this. <laughs> but when, when, when she would see scriptures like this, old, older women can live in a way that honors God and they, and they can teach others as well. Every woman in here, whether you have given birth to a child or not, God has purposed you as a Christian woman to teach younger women. You serve as a mother figure everywhere you go. And uh, that, 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 ought to, that ought to be revelation to some. But first on the top ten list, live in a way that honors God, right out of verse 3. Uh, st- staying in verse 3, the next phrase says, don't, they must not slander others. Listen, ladies, don't slander others. There is a psychological phenomenon uh, in the earth today, and it, it, it results from a broken mindset, but it's been happening for thousands of years. People feel like if they bring others down, it makes them look better. That's broken psychology. That, it's not true. When you're running down other people, you, when, when you're slandering people, you, you're not making yourself look better. If anything, as a Christian, you're making yourself look bad. Because every Christian knows slander. Well, it ain't slander if it's true. Yes, it is. Absolutely it is. It, 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 slander doesn't, do, doesn't change but based on truth or not. Listen, um, the, the mathematician philosopher Pascal said this. He said, if all people knew what all people said about them, no one would have, there wouldn't be four friends on the entire planet. I messed it up so you missed it. If, if you knew what everybody said about you, there wouldn't be four friends on this whole planet. Listen, stop slandering other people. It is a rampant problem. It doesn't matter if it's true or false. Nobody in this room wants the five worst things they've ever done to be told to everybody on the planet. Ladies, live in a way that honors God, number one. Number two, don't slander. Now, listen, some of y'all, you ought to know what the question is about to be, and you surely will know the answer. Why would God? tell his faithful followers to not slander other people because we do it. Don't do it. I've had people say, Pastor, I don't know why people come up to me and just want to tell me all the gossip, all the juice. That I don't like it. It, it. it stresses me out. Listen, tell them to stop. You don't have to come to me to get them to stop. You just have to look them in the face and say, you know, you gossip a lot. I think you lie too. Uh, even if you don't think it's lying, listen, when you repeat a story and you add extra, see, that, that, that's what I call, call, call it to my friends. I, I, I had somebody tell me in church in, in, a, in a counseling meeting one time, that, uh, and I thought, boy, that's horrible English, but I like the way it feels in my mouth. Uh, she said, Pastor, I did say this and this, but I didn't say the rest of that stuff. They just be adding extra. Thought you know that's bad English, but that's sure enough true. Don't they be adding extra? Listen, stop telling. 
The, the Bible says in Proverbs 12, 23, a prudent person conceals knowledge, but the mouth of fools just declares everything. Some stuff better left unsaid. You don't have to tell people everything you know. Oh, did you hear about so-and-so? Mm, I saw Deacon Dixon back in church. How long has he been gone? Seemed like, you know, a month, two, five months. How long has that brother been gone? Wife coming to church without him. I heard. You didn't hear nothing. Well, maybe I dreamt it. Ah, stop eating pizza late at night. Do not slant. Listen, here's good news for everybody. Many times the Bible uses the word man, but not gender-specific humans. And all of this instruction is good for everybody. All of us should live in a way that honors God. None of us should be slandering people. Right out of the same verse, verse 3, number 3 on our top 10 women's list, don't be a heavy drinker. Now, about six women in the room like, ooh, I like the way that sounds. <laughs> Pastor, like, they don't be adding extra. I, l- w- listen, why, why did six women just think they like the way that sounds? They can get that little snort in every now and then. Uh, don't be a heavy drinker. I don't know if I've ever said this from the pulpit uh, because, you know, if, if you give people an inch, they'll take a mile. And if you, if you tell your kid, just come in when you're ready, they stay out till past sun coming up. Um, but I've said this uh, in, in, in private sessions, in, in uh, pastoral training, uh, to, to, to our staff, our deacons, and our elders. I don't think that you can really make a strong case out of God's word uh, that tells people there is never any reason at all to have a drink of alcohol. You can't find it, uh, but you can find a lot in there about not being drunk. So is it wrong for a Christian to drink? You decide that between you and the Lord. It's definitely wrong to be drunk. The Bible says it's not for kings and princes, and, it, and you should give it to people who are sad uh, and dying. God wants his children to be alive and succeeding. So you, you take it for what you want to take it for. But listen, ladies, I hope you can fit into this because somebody's back there saying, well, you know, I ain't no heavy drinker. I mean, everybody drank a half bottle of vodka before they go to bed. No, they don't. Because at that point, they show enough drunk. I had a guy that worked for me. He had multiple DEIs. They had taken his license. He was working for my lawn business. And his name was Richard, and he lived off Cassett Avenue. And every day, I'd have to pick him up, and I'd have to take him home. Well, every day, Richard wanted me to stop him by the 7-Eleven closest to his house and he said, I can even walk from there. I'd let him go in. He'd buy a case of beer every day, and then I'd drive him home. And I'd be like, bro, you might want to slow down on that a little bit. He's like, oh, I have. I've cut way back on my drinking. <laughs> I said, you're drinking a case a day, bruh. This dude rode in the front with me. He was my, first, he was my number one helper. The other guys rode in the back. And listen, if you've never been around a real drunk when they're out in the Florida heat sweating, you can smell that. You can't, you can't hide it once, once the sweat breaks out and you're inside a truck. Uh, hey, he said he cut weight. And I said, I said you, you, you're drinking way too. He said, oh, come on, everybody ain't a preacher. The average man drinks at least a case of beer every day. Uh, let me go on record and say, no, that's not factual. Everybody don't get drunk every day, and everybody ain't power drinking. Uh, but listen, ladies, 
Take this for what it says. Don't be a heavy drinker. Some of y'all are like, I don't consider it heavy till the bottle's, bottle's empty. You got a problem, but we'll keep going. <laughs> Number four on the top ten, right out of verse three. Teach others what is good. This doesn't mean you have to be called into ministry. This doesn't mean you have to quit your full-time job. This does mean if you are a woman, this is your assignment from God. These ten things. And number four, you need to be teaching people. God, Listen, everybody is not commanded to teach from the pulpit, but everybody is commanded to teach younger people. And listen, women, you have a ministry ordained by God, and these top ten things are expected by God. He wants you to teach others what is good. There was a, a movement, a men's movement, uh, years ago, and uh, they taught this three the, this threefold chord theory. Uh, I went into their movement, but they were right about this. Every man should have three different types of people in his life, and I believe every man, woman, and child should have these three types of people in their life. He said everybody needs a Paul, everybody needs a Barnabas, and everybody needs a Timothy, and everybody in this room needs those three people in their life. We all need a Paul. That's somebody who's more mature, more knowledgeable in the things of God um, that, that can teach us. That, that, that's who Paul represents, and you need to have that in your life. That's one of the great joys about having a pastor is you, you've already got that, that box checked. Uh, the second, you need a Barnabas. Barnabas was called an encourager. He's somebody that came alongside Paul. They were of equal class structure, and they, they'd uh, been in Christ about the same amount of time. That's a buddy to do ministry in. Listen, everybody needs somebody that can relate to where you are in life, and everybody needs a Timothy. That's somebody you can teach, and it doesn't matter if you're 13 years old and been saved for three minutes. You're older than somebody, and you've been saved longer than somebody, and everybody that is a Christian should be teaching others to do what is good. Uh, let, let, let's, let's move on to verse 4. These older women, who you calling old, you? These older women must train the younger women to love their husbands and their children. Now, here is something that a man cannot do at the same level of efficiency that a woman can do. And God didn't even command a man to do it at the same level that a woman could do it because women are unique. The world is trying to say that anybody can be one, and that is disgraceful. It's anti-Christian. It's destructive to the family values, and it's tearing society apart. Everybody cannot be a woman. There's nothing I could do that would change my DNA and make me into a woman. And I cannot teach a younger woman how to love her husband and her children the way a Christian woman can teach that. This is a job that only a woman can do at the highest level. And if y'all don't do it, it can't get done. Every woman in this room ought to to realize it's the call of God on your life to find a younger woman than you and teach her how to love their husband and their children. Well, why don't it say for me to teach women how to love their wife? Because God never intended a woman to have a wife. Mm, y'all mad at me. Tell y'all again, water's wet, fire's hot, and if the truth offends you, change you because the truth's not going to change. Water's going to stay wet. Fire's going to stay hot. God's never going to change. He's the same yesterday, today. Well, times change. Times change, but God doesn't. So, listen, 
I don't care if, if, if you're 13 years old and been saved for three minutes. You, you need to get involved. You need to invest your life in training younger women to love their husbands and their children. You want to know why the family structure has fallen apart? Because men stopped doing what they were supposed to do and women stopped doing what they were supposed to do. There was a day and age in this life where mothers taught their women how to, their children, their daughters how to cook. You realize there are less women being able to cook in this country right now than, than ever in the history of the world? Women used to look at you like you was crazy if you said, can you cook? Are you kidding me? You're a woman? Of course you know how to, listen, the, the, if, you, if your mother didn't teach you how to cook, she shortchanged you. Mothers used to teach their daughters how to clean. I can't believe you going there. You sound like kitchen. I didn't say your only place is the kitchen and the bedroom. I'm giving you facts. Water's wet. Fire's hot. Jesus is Lord. And mothers used to teach their daughters how to cook, how to iron a shirt. I saw the greatest thing. I wasn't even going to get into this because y'all so mad at me right now. Y'all making the sermon long. <laughs> there was this guy. He was either the sidekick off of Iron Man or Captain America. I don't know who he was. Not old Don Cheadle, the younger, good-looking uh, uh, black man. Oh, the, the dude is Captain America now. What's his name? Rick? Yeah, well, I think that was, it might have been him. Somebody wore a wingsuit on a Marvel movie. It was a black man on a daytime talk show with a black woman, and he got booed from the crowd. I should have played that as a clip. Good-looking, multimillion-dollar African-American actor. He's on the show, and this woman. Um, and so he, he starts talking, and he says, well, they start talking about family, and he says, well, as long as you know how to make daddy a sandwich. She said, well, is daddy's legs broke? I thought, oh, no, don't this sound like new age stuff? Let's see what his comeback is. He said, no, daddy's legs ain't broke. Are your hands broke? <laughs> Didn't make daddy a sandwich. She said, oh, you're pushing my buttons now. And the whole crowd's booing him. He said, well, let me ask you this. He said, if me and you went on a date and we pulled up to the restaurant and we walk up to the door, do you expect me to open the door? That's what she said. He said, should I do that only if my legs ain't broke, or should I do that every time we come to a door? She said, oh, you're pretty smart. He said, it don't stop there. He said, if we're sitting down eating, and some brother comes over and gets slick with you, do you expect me to, ch you better do something, leave me sitting there. I, he said, do you want me to check that man, or... Uh, Every time somebody, he does something wrong to you, or only if my legs ain't broke? She said, hmm, I guess I should just make daddy a sandwich, huh? He said, yeah, you should just make daddy a sandwich. His legs ain't broke. Remember, remember next time he, he, he starts opening the door for you, let him know your hand ain't broke. Next time he don't stand up for you when, when some slick brother's sweating you, uh, your, your legs ain't broke. Uh, next time the bill comes and you're looking for him to splash out some cash, he could look at you and say, your wallet ain't broke. If you don't hear anything today, you better hear this. Gender roles work. Listen, 
Uh, I saw I saw one meme and it was it was it was so on point. It said uh, chauvinism is dead, and women killed him. You're gonna raise up a generation of daughters telling them that men ain't ish. And don't you ever need a man? You go up, be strong, independent. Get you, get your, go get that bag. That bag won't open the door for you when you go to a restaurant. I can open my, open my own door. That bag ain't gonna fight for you when some man jumps on you in a parking garage. I took self-defense. Let me help y'all. Self-defense classes, great. It, is, is that going to keep a grown man off you? No, it is not. Well, I'll kick him where it hurts. I, I've tried that in fights. It don't always work. Well, you didn't kick. Yeah, I did. And adrenaline is a booger bear. When you see cops tasing people that keep fighting, Adrenaline is a booger bear, and they make weight classes for a reason. And some of y'all snarling at me right now. Listen, I want I want to I want to just give you some advice. If if you just if you're a man hating feminazi, buy a cat and die alone. That's your future. All these women have been raised up not to need a man. Guess what they are when they're fifty. They're ordering DoorDash so them and their cat got something to eat. Guess where they at in their 60s? They just quit eating because they're tired of eating alone. And here's the reality. All that sounds good to these teenage girls, these women in their 20s and women in their 30s. Get around some women with some sense. Let me, let me just ask some women with some sense. How great are grandchildren? Well, I'm not going to put my body through that bend toe up and, and just to have, uh-huh. Well, when you're 60 years old and nobody calls you on your birthday because you got no children, you got no grandchildren, you got nobody to bring to church, you got nobody to go to church with, I'm going to say it again. Buy a cat and die alone. Now, if you want to be Christian, do what the Word says. Verse, verse 4 says, train the younger women to love their husband. How can you train somebody to love their husband if your whole message, and this is why we've got a generation of women running wild out there and men, but it's Mother's Day. Come back on Father's Day. I'm equal opportunity. <laughs> Mothers have trained their daughters because they're bitter at men and it didn't work out for them. In the, and listen, if, if your man was a drunk that beat you, Shame on him, but that's all you could pick from? Ain't no good men out there. Are you kidding me? Now, they might be short, bald, and ugly. Hey, if you take an honest look at yourself in the mirror, he don't want you neither. We got all these women walking around thinking they're tens and men don't deserve them. 
Uh, hey, I'm going to tell you again, get a cat, die alone. You ever notice how when women start getting older, the amount of hair the man's got starts to go down a little bit? They spend all their 20s, I ain't about to settle. I deserve, you what? What you, what you bringing to the, all this? In 20 years, all this is going to look like all this. Trying to help y'all. Training women to love their husbands and their children. You know why? Because women are designed by God to have a husband and to have children. See, this, see, this is why. Listen, when people my age die off, mm, what are they going to be saying? You don't need a man. You can do anything a man can do. Really impregnate yourself. <laughs> Some of y'all just so. Hey, listen. I, there, 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 there's two women in the room right now that are diehard feminazis. And I listen, God came to, to get me to tell you the truth. And here's what I'd love you to do. I want you, with, with all that anger you got in your face, I want you to come up. I'm going to stand right down there after church is over. I just want you to come shake my hand or just snarl at me in my face and say, I don't believe a word you said. Hey, I tell people all the time, don't, don't be soft. Don't be a coward. Say it from your chest. I'm saying it from my chest. The Bible says train the younger women to love their husbands and their children. In verse 5, the Bible says to live wisely and be pure, to work in their homes, to do good, and to be submissive to their husbands. Ah, I don't want to hear about that submission. Well, throw your Bible away and quit calling yourself a Christian. Mm, Two just jumped up to six. I'll be right down front. So now we, we, let's, let's finish this top ten list out of verse five. It says to live wisely. To live wisely. You know, you know what wise people never say? Well, my truth is. You know why wise people never talk about their truth? Because people who are wise know that only God has truth. And truth is not subject to your ideology. Truth's the truth anyhow. Let me help you again. Water's what? Fire's hot. Jesus is what? And, and if you don't like what the Bible says and you, your, fem, your feminazi is, is triggered, get a cat and what? That's all there is. Number seven, be pure. Say pure. Here's, here's the thing. Uh, it, this, this, this is only in my lifetime that this has happened. Women are no longer ashamed of having a high body count, and some of them go online and flaunt it. I, I saw a YouTuber come out and, and was interviewing this, this, this female, and they were talking about how for all of history, men have been attracted to feminism and to purity and to innocence, and she said, uh, well, plenty of men are attracted to me. Uh, she said, I wouldn't have the body count I have. If it, he, this woman said she stopped counting at 350. I can send you the clip. Um, if you got to 350, you don't need a dictionary. You don't need me to tell you this. 
You ought to wake up in the morning when you look at yourself in the mirror. You ought to say it plainly from your chest. Dego a hope. Hey, if the shoe fits, wear it. And listen here, you better, you're a hoe already. You may as well be a liar. Because if you tell any prospective man that your body count is, you quit counting at 350. They're for the streets, guys, I'm telling you. They're for the streets. I, I finally had, because I'm old and I know I'm old. And I know anytime an old person says something in front of a younger person, the young person like, corny, whack, out of touch, old school, religious. Listen, old folk know stuff. Oh, oh, old folk know stuff. So I thought, okay, well, I'm old. So let me ask my children. So I, I got a 19-year-old and a 21-year-old. And... They, they, they both have girlfriends. Um, and they, they li- listen, uh, I, ought to, I ought to put this on my resume because I had somebody, they heard something I said one time. I quoted what Bishop uh, said about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And so he, he likes to say it a certain kind of way because it's funny. Uh, he said Shadrach, Meshach, and a big Negro. Some, somebody somebody quit the church over that and went on Facebook and said, Scott Becker is a racist. I thought, so I, I didn't have this in my pocket at that time because my sons were too young to date. But my, both, both my sons right now are, uh, I don't even see the shade of, the shade of color in, 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 the, in the room. Uh, a, little, a little bit, wave it everybody, Ava, a little bit darker. But both, my, one, of my, one of my sons is, is, is date, dating a Puerto Rican and the other one's dating a Colombian and, and neither one of them are named Becky, okay? So I'm just telling you. <laughs> I raised my children uh, to, to, to be Christians and, and not deep south redneck racists, amen? Um, but men value purity. Old people seem out of touch. So I asked them, I'm like, how big a body count is too high for your generation? And... Yeah, I wasn't overly thrilled with their answers, but it, it was better than 350. <laughs> one said two. One said one. And I was thinking, y'all better not be speaking from experience. Because <laughs> you're a child. You better not have no body count on you living in my house put you out purity is a virtue hoism is disgusting number 10 right out of verse 5 work in your home now this this is an odd phrase because everybody doesn't have a home that's in this generation or even now but when this was written everybody didn't have a home and so what, what, what kind of work they're supposed to be doing. It's in contrast to what was a problem in that generation that continues. There were lots of women in the community that were busybodies. Now, we got a name for them. came out about eight years ago. Anybody know what, what, what we call that woman now? Karen. There have been Karens on the planet forever. 
Um, and that Karen is out there watching for you. You know what Karen ought to, ought to do? She ought to stop being a busybody. She ought to work in her own home. Go pull some weeds in your backyard, Karen. Listen, you really want to make Karen mad, tell her, don't you have a pot roast or something to cook? <laughs> How dare he? I told you you better make daddy a sandwich. <laughs> Number nine. Oh, this is a catch-all. Do good. Do good. See, we missed out because uh, we, don't, we don't have 20 mothers sitting on the, the, the front rows wearing, wearing white dresses and hats. Uh, being called Mother Jones and Mother Williams and, and Mother Johnson. Uh, we, we missed out because we, we don't have that in our church, but, but Mother, Mother Jones will tell you in a hurry, God don't like ugly. And since Mother Jones ain't here, I'm going to tell you, God don't like ugly. And he don't like smart mouth either, and he don't like hoisms. Let me keep going. Number 10. You're like, Pastor, could you hurry up? We're past time already, and we got to take Mama out. You should have done that yesterday like I did. Number 10, be submissive to your husband. Oh, there you go. There it is. I quit. Old school. Dinosaur. Who are you talking about? Be su- Listen, the Bible just doesn't tell husbands to be submissive or wives to be submissive to their husbands. It also tells husbands to be submissive to their wife. We're supposed to submit ourselves one to another. If you're unwilling to submit to anyone, you have a problem with authority, and you're a rebel, and the Bible says rebellion is worse than the sin of witchcraft. It says, when women do these ten things, put verse 5 back on the screen for me. We get out of here. The last sentence in verse 5 says, then they will not bring shame on the word of God. When is then, church? Then always comes after. After what? After you do this top ten. So if you're not bringing shame on God's word then, if you didn't do the top ten, what are you actively doing with your life as a woman? Mm, I'll never be back. Well, glory to God. Our church is not trying to be the largest attended church in America. Our church is just trying to understand the Word of God properly and honor God with our lifestyle and do what the Word says. Last verse I'm going to hit you with, 1 Samuel 15, 22. I'm going to just give you a piece of it. The Bible says, to obey is better than sacrifice. Mm. Well, that's why I don't do organized religion. They start talking about men roles, women roles. They start talking about submission. I just volunteer at the homeless. That's good. A homeless shelter needs volunteers. Unless you're born again, you die and go to hell forever. That's what Jesus said. So pick your poison. You, 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 want, you want to be Christian or you want to be all that in a bag of chips? Two for nickel butter cookie. Now, 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 now here's what's funny. One of those ever-growing group of angry women right now just solely agreed from her chest with everything I just said. So let me remind y'all in closing. Water is, fire is, Jesus is. If you, want, if you don't want to live like a woman that God created you to be, you can get a cat and that's your future. Or you can obey God and do what the Bible says do. And you can come back on Father's Day and wait for this bus to back up over every man in the room.
We're supposed to be like Christ, y'all. He loved his mama from day one. She was there for him of the whole step of the way. When all the bold, strong men said, we'll die with you, they all ran like cowards and chickens. But the women were at the feet of the cross there to show their love and support of Jesus Christ. Women are important. But they need to be women. God, God gave you. A gift when he made you a woman. Why would you try to be some domineering thing that you can't be? Oh, I wish a man had put his hands on me. Last thing I'm going to tell you, we're going to go. You want hilarity? Google Waffle House fights. It's always the same person starting a fight, some loud-talking woman. And, and begging, I wish you would come out behind that counter. I'll beat you down. And then when bruh, bruh, takes the apron off, and comes out from around the counter. You're talking to me? And she, she slaps him, and then he knocks her out. The whole crowd, you hit a woman. Hey, I'm equal opportunity employee. I believe in equal rights and equal lefts. I used to say try to be a man if you want to, but that's just retarded. Ain't nobody should be trying to be something that they're not. Be what God created you to be. Jesus loved women. He loved his mom. He took care of her. Listen, if you're not, if you're not doing good with mom, I want you to start trying to do something to change that. Now, I know everything can't be fixed in life, and I know that, that the past can't be changed, but you can begin to pray for everybody if you have issues with, you need to start praying for your mother. You need to start praying for your father. You need to start being who God created you to be because God wants you to be a beautiful woman. God wants you to be the woman he created you to be. You are not less than a man. You're different from a man. A man is not better than you. A man is different from you. A man has some strengths and some weaknesses. A woman has some strengths and some weaknesses. And until we all properly walk in our role, the family structure will, begin, will continue to dissolve. Christianity will continue to fade in America. And listen, everything is not acceptable to the Lord. God has told us what he expects. And I encourage you, if you are a woman, be the best Christian woman you can be. And if you are a man, you ought to be the best Christian man you can be. And I am not going to stop telling my children, my sons, they, they better open doors for women. They, they better pay the bill when they go out. They better protect their, their women and future children till their last breath. There are some things men should be doing in this earth. And, and listen, I understand women. A lot of women have had to step up and do things because the men were raggedy and they didn't do their job. Don't let that corrupt you and try to make you into something that God didn't design you to be. You, you are beautiful and you are blessed, and you are loved by God, and I honor you today. I'm not going to have a big invitation, but if you're not saved and you want to get saved, God said if you call on him with your whole heart, he will save you. Now, we're not going to give away. We, I, I was there when it happened, so I always talk about it because it's funny to me. When uh, I, I remember when the big church I was at stopped giving away gifts to the oldest mother, and they said, you know, my, mother, mother May was going to win every year. God bless you, Mother May, when you have 18 children. You don't have to hobble up here. We ain't got time for you to hobble up here and get, get, get this, you know, flower. And, 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 and it was the same year they stopped giving away gifts. 
uh, to the youngest mother because a 13-year-old came down, and they're like, mm, you bad look on Sunday morning. Uh, so we're not, we're not concerned with the oldest mother in the room. We're not concerned with the youngest mother in the room. We are concerned with mothers uh, being all that God created them to be. So here, here's what we're going to do. Um, if I can get Dina to come help, since she did all the work. Look, look, look at how beautiful our little balloons are, amen? And our flowers. Uh, we are going to ask for any woman who would like to get a flower to in honor of her mother and put it in one of those bowls put uh, get a flower and put it in his vase and then continue standing up here with with your sisters um as others come we are going to pray for the women in this room right now that believe in god that thank god for their mother or if you're a mother and you thank god for your children we want you to participate or if you're just a woman and you thank God that God made you a woman. I'm going to ask, we're going to move quickly because we're super late. I apologize for the time, but, you know, come more than once every three years and you won't have to listen to all this. Um, I'm never coming back. You didn't come back for two and a half years. Listen, every woman in the room, you're invited to participate. We, we want to do this special for women, and if you're a woman and you'd be willing to honor your mother or honor your motherhood or honor women everywhere. We'd like you to stand up on your feet right now. Come on, somebody lead the way and, and, and show how to do it and, and, and take one of these flowers. You take my sister already. See, my mom loves uh, yellow flowers, and she got that in there for, for her mother, and I want you to bring something and put it in there for your mother as well. You say, Pastor, this is corny. No, this is not corny. This, this is women honoring honoring womanhood. This is women honoring motherhood. This is women honoring families. This is women. Oh, Sonia just. Amen. You got both moms in there. Hallelujah. Amen. This is good. Hey, listen, don't leave yet. If you can stay, stay with, stay with us. This, this is important because this right here, look, this is what feminism ought to look like. Women loving women, women honoring mothers, women honoring families and i appreciate y'all coming come on spread way 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 ladies you ought to thank god every day that he made you a woman you are complicated and glorious I didn't know Dina was going to self-hug everybody. Y'all be, bear with us. Okay, du give me a double line going here. Or, or move around, do something. I appreciate y'all participating in this. Heaven is watching. Heaven is watching. And I want to say, God created you unique. And he created you amazing. And I thank God for you. We joke around a lot at Abundant Life because laughter does a heart good like a medicine. And sometimes hard truth is difficult to digest. But here's something that everybody ought to be able to embrace and digest. L listen to me while they're doing that. You don't have to say amen, but if you truly believe what I say, I want you to say amen after it. I am certain and I am sure that God loves women and created them 
to make this planet better. Can anybody say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, y'all, y'all, y'all break out and come around this way because they won't slide down. They're like, we've been sliding. Y'all think I can't hear what you think? Y'all, y'all think y'all can pull this on me while I'm preaching and I don't see you? Come on, now you think you can snarl at me and I don't feel it. You're still hugging every neck. Either that or she don't love you. All right, ladies. Here and here, let me, let me say this. Thank you for doing a very difficult job in this earth. Thank you for being women. And I know some of you have had to put up with horrific scoundrels for men. And I apologize to you for that. And, and some of you have been hurt deeply by a man. And I want to tell you for sure, there are good men out there. And don't let bad experiences make you into something God didn't create you to be. You're beautiful. You're unique. You have gifts and you have talents. Press into your Christianity and love the Lord. Would you all pray with me, please? God, thank you so much for each woman in this room today. God, we thank you for bringing your son to this planet through a woman. And we thank you for bringing each of us to this planet from a woman, God. And I pray for each woman in this room now under the sound of my voice that you would bless them, God. Anoint them with femininity. Anoint them with motherhood. Anoint them with womanhood. Let them embrace who you've created them to be and to love you with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the ALCF Sound Doctrine Podcast. And visit us on the web at alcfnow.org. Your financial support for this ministry allows us to share the gospel around the world. Your support is greatly appreciated. If you would like to give a donation, please go to alcfnow.org. Abundant Life Christian Fellowship Church. Loving God, loving people.